went down to Baton Rouge and came back with a dub as we welcome in now to start hour number three of the T-Row in the morning show the head coach of the national the defending national champion Oklahoma Sooners KJ Kindler good morning KJ good morning how are you today coach yeah I'm I'm doing a little better I was a little under the weather but (laughs) I'm on the other side of it (laughs) Did you go eat some bad jambalaya down there, or what happened? <laughs> no, there's just, you know, things are going around. Things are going around. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Coach, congratulations. Good win. Road win. Uh, great win. Um, tell me about how, how you felt the event went for you guys. Yeah, so this was probably the most incredible environment as a coach I have ever competed in. It was over 12,000 fans, um, and the place was rocking because they're very close to the floor. They come all the way down. So um, it, was a, it was a really good challenge for our team, um, especially our two freshmen who have never uh, been in that kind of situation. So I felt like, you know, we – we were very consistent. Um, we are very. We hit all our routines. Our landings were not not really great. So we we gave up a lot of tents when we landed. We probably gave up over a point, literally, in landing. So um, how I feel about it is, I was really proud of how they handled the environment, but I felt like we walked away having missed a little bit of an opportunity. You're you're a uh, perfectionist. It was a great yes, win. Could have been better. <laughs> Could have been better. How do you practice for that, coach? What kind of pressure or how do you go about putting your student athletes under pressure so that when they walk into an arena like that, they can handle it? You know, they have more pressure to perform for their team than anything. So in practice, we do a lot of um, assignments in which they have partners or there's three of them connected and they can't succeed in their assignment unless all three are successful. That way they're feeling the pressure of doing well for their teammates because I promise you there's no one there. Um, there's nothing they're more concerned about than hitting for their team. And so those are the situations we put them in. There was no way to emulate this crowd. I mean, I would have had to scream at the top of my lungs the entire <laughs> practice. It wouldn't have worked. So so they just had to know it was going to be there, which they did. Um, and they had to just really, really dial in and be super focused, try to um, compartmentalize the craziness. Lots of uh, young ladies we could point out, and maybe we will some more along the way, but how about your fabulous freshman, Faith Torres? 
Yes. She did all around for the first time this weekend. She's phenomenal. And, of course, we've only seen her in two meets, but she has so much potential. And she's been calm as a cucumber, I'll tell you. She was a little rattled. Maybe she had a, a couple small mistakes in this meet, but she's something very special. So we should look forward to seeing her a lot. Who else impressed you? Who did you come away, um, you know, the other night uh, impressed with? Well, Jordan Bowers is, is just killing it right now. She's um, been our top all-rounder in both meets, um, hitting all four events, got our high beam score. And that's, that, to me, is the most interesting point because last year at Nationals, she did not compete beam. It was the only event she did not compete. So we're seeing her really um, – coming out on that event, which means she'll be an all-rounder for probably the entire season if she continues hitting there. So she's really impressed me. Reagan Smith's bar routine was really improved. I was really happy with that. Um, Danae Fletcher competing bars in floor. She's really been, been great for us so far, and I really love her competitive fire. We're really seeing her, you know, kind of light up on the competition floor and uh, become a little bit more confident. Um, Audrey Davis, of course, she was under the weather at the meet. We actually had to pull her off the floor, um, but she's been an all-rounder for us. She um, she really is the heart of the team. She's just um, she's just got so much heart and cares so much and uh, is a great leader. So we saw her on three events in Baton Rouge. Um, you know, she's so sweet. They, uh, they had an injury the week before, and... She organized for the team to, to make a card and give flowers wow. to this young lady who had torn her Achilles the week before on the other team. So that's just kind of where her heart is at. Aw, that is sweet. Um, too early too early in the season to compare and contrast strengths and weakness. Uh, weakness is a bad word. Strengths of this team compared to last year's team? I don't think so. I think last year when we started out, we were we had some weakness on vault. That does not exist right now. We have better depth on vault. Last year we really struggled probably in the first four or five meets putting up um, quality vaults, but we, we got there eventually, right? We got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still have Olivia Troutman, you know, waiting in the wings. She's getting better every day, and she's just a gamer for us, and, and her experience is unmatched. So getting her back into the lineup here toward the end is going to be huge. But um, I would say vault has improved. I think bars is a little behind where we were in terms of, you know, the details and, and being as crisp as we need to be. We are super talented on bars, but we're not really um, showing it quite yet in competition. All right, we got another big one coming up now. Uh, Utah, and this time you get to be home Sunday night. 645, again, nationally televised. Uh, Utah gave you a little bit of fits last year out at their place. What do you think of the Utes this year? Oh, yeah, they clipped us at their place last year. And um, they're they're an amazing team, actually. Their strength is balance beam, and, and any team that, that balance beams their strength is very dangerous because – that means they'll likely be mistake-free throughout the meet because beam is the event that can often be the difference maker. They're going 49-6 to 49-7 on beam, which is an incredible score. So um, that, that makes them very dangerous. They are a consistent team, really strong on everything. Um, they, they definitely have great depth. 
um, good experience. They actually have a transfer from Michigan that that we kind of went after as well, Abby Brenner, and I think she brings a lot of charisma and, and kind of experience to the team. Um, I, I really enjoy her. She she definitely is a leader for them. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're they're going to be tough. It's going to be down to the wire. I guarantee it. I can't imagine um, that this won't be a really hard meet for both teams. <laughs> You had uh, 12,000 plus in Baton Rouge, and I know you would love a huge crowd behind you on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, our goal is 10,000. You know, 10's our favorite number, so why not 10,000? <laughs> um, and we've hit 10,000 before against UCLA. I mean, this team uh, in Utah, we need that crowd, we need that advantage. Um, and our team just thrives off that energy in the LNC. And I'll say this, like, if you're thinking about staying home and watching on TV, don't. You know, get get up and head to the LNC. It's a great show, and it's way better in person than it is on TV. You'll enjoy every single minute. It's totally affordable, um, and there's no, no nothing really quite like it. Like you, you probably can't get entertainment of this nature mm-hmm. um, in any other sport, or even in a play or or a symphony orchestra. It's pretty cool. So I hope everybody will come out. Bring your friends. Bring your neighbors. Bring your relatives. Bring, bring your enemies. Yeah, bring them yeah, all. 6.45, Sunday night, folks. OU Utah, big-time showdown inside the Lloyd Noble Center. Uh, KJ, we get to hang out a lot today. I think I'm going to see you at Rudy's tonight. You still on for that? Yes. Okay, yes. get to feeling better. Get to feeling better. Thanks for your time, thank Coach. You. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you. There you go, KJ Kindler. They're going to have a... Uh, National championship uh, championship celebration Sunday night as well, uh, before the meet starts, and it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Utah very highly ranked, and uh, as Coach said, beat them out in Salt Lake City last year. So the Sooners owe them a little. I, well, I guess they got them in the uh, national championship finals. That was served as revenge, but they'd like to beat them again. Whatever motivation you can find. TJ, will you be in the LNC Sunday night to root on the OU women's yes. gymnastics team? Yes. yes Atta a boy. Atta boy. Everyone else should as well. TJ, what is what would you consider of the vegetables? You made some vegetables last night, right? How did that turn out, by the way? I had to uh, shift. We did not have what I told you yesterday that I would because of the uh, orthostat appointment that we ended up at. So <laughs> so weak. So weak. <laughs> Were we able to get your wife fortified last yes, night? Was she yes. able to find some sustenance switched somehow? To, uh, switched to uh, chicken breast, broccoli, and uh, some cauliflower rice. Oh, wait. So, we yeah. still made some uh, – you made some broccoli and cauliflower. Yes, so yes. It's not What would you say is the uh, – what vegetable is the coolest? The, cal- the coolest vegetable. Cal- calmest. Calmest vegetable. What are you meaning by that? Like, Well, I just mean which vegetable is the best under pressure. Huh. Best under pressure vegetable. Think about it. Take your time. There's a correct answer to this. There is a correct answer? Yeah. Yeah. The Brussels the, sprout? The, what? No, that's wrong. <laughs> Which vegetable is the calmest? I don't or think coolest. of... Cu- uh, coolest. Cucumber. Yeah, it's the cucumber. Yeah. Right. Um, KJ said it in that interview. Uh, that her athletes were calm as a cucumber. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> I was like, I'm so confused about where you were going with that. Now, cucumber's very cool, TJ. Isn't a cucumber a fruit? 
You put a cucumber on a balance beam in right. front of 12,000 people, it will stick the landing every time. No, no, it won't. You put so, a cucumber on the free throw line in front of a packed house at Fog Allen Fieldhouse, it will drain it every time. It won't miss the first two of a three-point uh, opportunity? Nope. Uh, it will make the next four in a row, though. <laughs> uh, cucumber, fruit or vegetable, you asked me. Or is that the tomato that they argue that over? Well, both. A tomato is a fruit. A lot of people think it's a vegetable. What is a cucumber? They're both vegetables. They're both vegetables. I think it's a fruit. I think it's a vegetable. I think we all think it's a vegetable, but it's really a fruit. Somebody out there will correct us. Somebody out there knows. It seems like it's a vegetable, though. <laughs> right? Sure. It seems like it's a vegetable. Somebody out there let us know. I want to say vegetable. But it's cool, man. There's no doubt about it. A cucumber is... How do you think it got that title, TJ? What is it about the cucumber that made us say, cool as a cucumber because it's cool to the touch like when you pick up a cucumber now, a lot of things are they're in the produce section it's all refrigerated over there hmm. i don't know then maybe what dan makes patrick the cucumber made it up? so cool what makes the cucumber so where cool? did the phrase the inside of a cucumber can be 20 degrees cooler than the temperature of its surroundings. Ooh. Cucumbers contain 90% water, so they have a cooling sensation. Nice. Is that why you put them on your eyes? Exactly right. Keep the swelling Helps with the down bags your and the eyes swelling, on. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, put your kids in front of the radio between <laughs> 6 and 9 a.m., and they will learn! Uh, 8.17 in the morning, we'll take a timeout. Back to the text line when we come back here on a Thursday morning on The Ref. This OU Coaches interview is brought to you by the Landers Auto Group of Norman. Landers Chevy at I-35 and Ed Noble Parkway and Landers CDJR at 481 North Interstate Drive next to Walmart. He's Toby, I'm TJ. This hour is brought to you by RK Hello. Black. It is the T-Row in the morning show. RK Black, office technology solutions for medium and small size businesses out there. Need uh, help with uh, network solutions, copiers, printers, scanners, hooking it all together, running it all through the building, communicating with one another. They're your answer. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Go ahead. The Sooners need a closer. They don't have a closer. Mm. Um, well, it is true. It is true. Uh, Trevin Michael was drafted last year. So we're going to have to work that out. I do think they have a couple of possibilities. One guy that they brought in in the transfer portal was a closer previously. So I think he'll get the first shot at the at the roll, you're going to have to give me a month to learn everyone's name here, TJ. There's a whole bunch of new guys. Being a smart aleck to some extent, but hopefully they can find a closer. got to have one, TJ. you got to be right. able to finish off games. That's right. I think Oklahoma's got a closer. I think his name is uh, 
Grant Gary Sheffield. Uh, G- Gary Sheffield. I'm confusing myself. They weren't close enough to close anything last night. They have, before that, played five close Big 12 games. One, two, lost three. So. Good hey, morning, guys. Sherfield's been great for him this year. Hey, you need to answer this question. Good morning, guys. Can you please tell me why Tanner Groves plays so much? He is a liability on the court. Sorry if I'm negative. It's just my opinion, and I'm not a fan of him. That's from Sooner Todd. I feel like we answer this question yeah. after every game. <laughs> I think you answered it earlier in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tanner Groves has uh, some very obvious strengths. That I think sometimes people ignore, but anyway, we'll repeat it. He is, for a big man, a good shooter from the outside. He's a very good rebounder. He's top five in the league in rebounding. He's not having as good of a shooting year this year as he's had in the past, but in his career he's been an excellent three-point shooter. He stretches the floor. And because you have to come out and respect his shot, hopefully, it opens up driving lanes for Sherfield and Yuzan and Jalen Hill and everybody else. He opens up the floor. That's why a lot of times you see him up top handling the ball top of the key. You're trying to bring the other big out. Um, So those are the strengths that he brings. He has one obvious weakness, which is he's not that quick. So defensively, that could be a liability for him at times. He's not you know, he, he plays hard. He's not the toughest guy in the world, but he plays hard. But he's not that quick. But he stretches the floor and he rebounds. Now, your other option is Sam Godwin, who has been great this year and has played quite a bit. Sam is a little bit opposite. Sam is a low post guy. He's not going to come out and stretch the floor. He does not shoot threes, but he can get work done around the rim. But it clogs things up when he's in there as far as driving lanes go. Now, you can get around that. You can drive and dish. You can I mean, there's other ways. It's just a different offense when he's out there. There's not as much driving room for the guards because he doesn't stretch the floor. Uh, there's the other option, which is the small lineup with Jalen Hill at the five, and both of those guys on the bench has been effective at times for them this year. It's a little bit of a matchup problem for defenses. But – not practical last night because of the OSU bigs. You can't ask Jalen Hill necessarily to be guarding Caleb Boone and Musa Cisse all night because he's just not big enough. They're going to jump over him. He's going to foul out. It was a bad matchup for them last night. Kevin O'Banner, that's a different thing. Good matchup for Jalen. So those are your three options that you currently have on this team. I think Tanner Groves is a good basketball player. We choose a lightning rod every year as a fan base to complain about, TJ. It He's was Brady Manick. This year, yeah. It was Brady Manick for a while. Can't wait for Brady Manick to leave. All right, well, he left and went to North Carolina and almost won a national championship. Austin Reeves, TJ, he's a ball hog. Can't wait for him to leave. All right, well, he left and he went to the Los Angeles Lakers, where he's starting now and What's the latest? Is he going to make the all-star team? Like top 10 in voting or something like that. 
don't think he's going to make it, but he's having an incredible he's far year. exceeding my expectations. Can't I had wait for, for Trey Young to leave, TJ. Now that's he's true. such a ball hog. Now I that's can't true. Still glad. NBA All Star. On and on. Every year we pick a player that we decide, well, we'd be so much better if that guy wasn't on Quantus our team. White, get him off this team. I assume it's the same for everybody. I assume right now on, uh, uh, let's see who lost last night, uh, TCU. I don't even know. Is there a radio station that talks about TCU basketball? Probably not. But West Virginia radio station. 102.7 The Frog. What are you talking about? can't wait for somebody to leave. But. Tanner has become the guy now that we love to complain about. So I like Tanner a lot. I think he's a great young man, and I'm really rooting for him to have a strong finish to this season. He's had a fantastic career both at Eastern Washington and the last year and a half at OU, and I I hope that he can end it on an uptick. Um, so we'll see what happens. This texter says, bring back the sweatband. Halfway through the yeah, second that half, was an interesting decision. Yeah, says so halfway through the second half, we were stuck at fifty-seven fifty for five to six possessions. We were getting stops. We couldn't score. Well, they went from in the second half. OU, it was interesting. OU hit six of their first eight shots, nine of their first thirteen in the second half, and still lost the lead because of turnovers and stuff, because OSU was even hotter than that. And then they went ice cold. And I don't know what they were to finish the game, but I don't think they scored the last five and a half, six minutes, something like that. So, yeah, we had some we had some droughts last night for sure. RD73072 says, you can wear boots all the time, Toby. Can you? Yeah, this one says, Toby. Boots can be worn anywhere and everywhere with just about anything. Thanks. I don't think that's true. You can even wear them with shorts if you want to. You're <laughs> at an age now that you shouldn't care. <laughs> okay. Saturday I'm rolling in you in should. some cargo shorts <laughs> and a pullover and my boots. That's what I'm wearing to the Baylor game. <laughs> I might wear the boots. Let me think about it some more, Tej. I don't want to commit, but I'm definitely considering trying to start a winning, trying to ignite a winning streak. Right. What a lift that would be for the team, right, if they saw me walking in in my cowboy boots on Saturday? You should call the game, wear your boots, call the game with your feet kicked up on the scores table right there. <laughs> Lean back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Then they can I'm run past, you know, how some people have the chalk uh, thing. Some people do the fist Good. bump down the table. They could uh, come and uh, rub the top of your boots before each game. I Here's the deal I'll make. <laughs> I will wear my boots Saturday to the game. I will commit to wear my boots Saturday to the OU Baylor game. If you will commit to be there. How would you know if I was going to be there or not, even if I committed gotta, to it? You gotta come see me. Well you gonna you're gonna take your boots off midway through if you if you see that I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> you have to I mean, you're a man of, of integrity. You're a man of honor. I'll take your word for it. 
Huh. You don't you know tell me, me you're going to well. be there. You don't know me very well. Then I will wear my boots to the game. Huh. So All right, you I'll figure you know. it out. I'll let you know. You figure it out. I'll let you know. Huh. It's quite the offer, TJ right now is going through his head. What do I got to do? Let's see. I really need <laughs> – I probably need to clean the gutters. I do need to clean my uh, gutters. There's no doubt I about that. I haven't washed my trash can in a while. I should do that. Uh, I got some sweaters. Do people wash their trash de-linting. cans? That's a, one of the progressive commercials right now. <laughs> I haven't vacuumed the uh, closets in a while. Maybe uh, Every do. Sunday. What I vacuumed I the closets every doing? Sunday. Instead of going to an OU basketball game, let's see. <laughs> Is there anybody I know that would give me free tickets? Hey, hey, boss lady, we got any tickets for the game Saturday? Looking for three. Uh, while more athletic players may beat you to the rim, there's no excuse for letting a player sneak behind you with you not noticing until they have dunked the ball. Yeah, that happened to Jacob, and there was a quick timeout with that. Um... Huh. Now I need a white shirt. You've got to understand. We have eight girls that live with us. So that's 400 for tickets. And another 200 for what? White shirts? Uh, come on. <laughs> 400 eight, for tickets? Eight. Well, they got eight girls. So if there's two of them and then eight girls, that's ten people. They have eight girls? That's what it says. We have eight girls that live in the house. Surely they're not all daughters. I don't know, because it's phrased that way, so maybe not. It says, we have eight girls that live with us. Boy, I mean, whether it's a basketball game or a movie or dinner, life is expensive, TJ, if there's ten of you. Dinner cooked at home. It doesn't matter what it is. No, I got you. Water bill. (laughs) Here's what I suggest. Pick your two favorite girls and bring them to the basketball game Saturday. (laughs) And they get white shirts. It's a merit. Yeah, it's a merit system. You got the rest of the week to, you know, whoever behaves the best gets to go to the game with uh, dad. Ooh, that's a lot going on there, TJ. My uh, thoughts and prayers to you, Texter. Break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Yes, yes, yes. We see you out there. I apologize. We're getting flooded with text messages asking if Leeds won yesterday. Yes, they did. 5-2 to two over Cardiff. Leeds advancing to the fourth round of the FA Cup. TJ, did you see that Willie Nanto goal yesterday? 30 seconds into the game. Amazing goal by Little Willie. It's amazing a goal's even scored in a game in soccer, much less 30 seconds in. Seven goals yesterday, TJ. I got to send you, I'm going to send you this clip from the podcast I was listening to. I'm going to make you a soccer fan. The, it is unbelievable. No, no, you're not. They. Well, I'm just saying, maybe I'll make you a soccer fan fan. Because I don't care how hard we have ever been or heard anyone be on the OU football team or basketball team or anybody around here, it is nothing like how ruthless they are in England toward their soccer team. Oh, please. Ruthless. Have you been around Dallas Cowboy fans? We hold our own, okay? Not a a candle. Not a candle. I'm going to send you this uh, clip I I had yesterday. You're going to love it. Um. 
Yeah, 5-2 over Cardiff. All right, let's talk a little football, Teach. What do you say? Uh, we got, you know, the portal is closed. However, it is possible we hear a name or two the next couple of days. I'm not saying OU. I'm just saying out there somewhere. I think you have to have told your school you want to go in Notified the them. by yeah. yesterday. Right, right. But it's possible we don't learn about it for the next day or two. But it's closed. Uh, so some report cards are coming out about how everybody did in this first uh, portal cycle. ESPN put out a story yesterday, who did the best, grades, all that kind of stuff. One of the categories was best non-quarterback transfer fits. And uh, Tom Luganville says it's Desan McCullough going from Indiana to OU, the linebacker. We're all excited about this guy. He wrote, the Sooners are in dire need of upgrades on the defensive side, and McCullough is this cycle's best pass rusher. He had an excellent freshman campaign, yada, yada, yada. Former top 50 recruit in the 2022 class brings speed, effort, and a disruptive force to Oklahoma. Then the question was, which school addressed its needs the best so far this Porter cycle? portal cycle and the first team is oklahoma teach and i read it's tough to imagine a brent venables led team would struggle on defense but the sooners gave up 461 yards a game which ranked 122nd ouch out of 131 fbs teams needing to add playmakers venables landed versatile and disruptive indiana freshman linebacker to mccullough he also added Texas Tech safety Reggie Pearson, Notre Dame defensive lineman Jacob Lacey, Wake Forest defensive lineman Rondell Bothroyd, Oklahoma State defensive lineman Trace Ford, and Texas State defensive lineman Davon Sears. Those transfers are paired with a top five recruiting class as well. How about that, Teach? Praise for Brent Venables in the portal. I don't trust and any warranty. of them. I've, I'm taking a new approach this offseason. All right. I bought into everything last year, and at one point during the summer last year, I said, what if things do go wrong? What if this isn't perfect? And everybody yelled at me, and I bought in. I said, you're a guy. You guys are right. Everybody's telling me how great it is. Everybody's mm-hmm. telling me how great they've done this year in the offseason and what changes have been made. I think they all stink, okay? They're all terrible. They're going to be terrible. And uh, I'm not trusting any of you yahoos that tell me these things anymore. Your approach this year is and will be. That's right. I am going to, you are going to uh, ride in the saddle of pessimism and skepticism. Yes. Until proven otherwise. Prove it to me. I don't trust what any of you guys are saying out there. None of you know anything. It is going to be a long eight months, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, it does appear that they've done a tremendous job and filled a lot of holes and brought in a lot of guys that can impact and have big, perhaps even significant roles right away. Yeah. But I don't trust any of it. Don't trust them. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does look like they had a good portal season. Mm-hmm. What do you think a portal sounds like when it closes? Like a vault. 
you got to, like, they slam that thing shut, too, at midnight or whatever time it is. You got to be careful not to get your finger caught in there. <laughs> Let's hope you don't do that. Mm-mm. It is airtight, too. There have been instances of people trying to break the lock, sneak in, you know, work a heist into the portal. Yeah. But ain't happening. Do not that thing lock come down. straight from naked pickleball either to shut that thing. No. Very dangerous. No, no. Uh, we, we were at Chicken and Pickle last night. I had my head on a swivel seeing if there was any <laughs> nude leagues. Nude pickleball going on, but <laughs> it was pretty cold. So uh, There was one game of pickleball going on. It was fully clothed. You've inspired some people out here on the text line, by the All way. All right, that's Cooper great. Text line. Uh, this person will wear their Lucchese OU boots if you wear your boots, too. Um, if you're going to wear boots, uh, Toby, um, you got to wear it with shorts. Shorts have to be cut off jeans. That's the rules. They don't make them. But this person I'm not says, wearing shorts and this boots. Person Get out says, of here with your nonsense. T-Row, show up in cargo shorts, boots, and a T-shirt with the sleeves cut off. It will be legendary. Um, <laughs> few others here uh, promising that they'll wear their boots if you'll wear yours. So you've got okay. some people behind you. You've got a boot army behind you. You have a boot out? Uh, you got a white out and a boot out That's going right. on on Saturday? I wear. Listen, I am awaiting word that TJ is going to the game. If TJ is going to the game, I will wear my boots Saturday to the OU basketball game, and that will activate the boot army. But only <laughs> then, the boot army. only then will I activate the boot army. After what he's taken today, I should get this one in here too. This person wants us to know. I appreciate Tanner. Thank you, Jacob. Appreciate you <laughs> listening to the show. <laughs> Kendall Bryles is going to be the offensive coordinator at TCU. What do you think about that, TJ? Um... Anytime I hear Bryles, it doesn't matter who it is, I feel a little dirty. So I think that's how I feel, a little dirty. Hmm. Even though I know that he's not art, but I still feel dirty. Um, is Good hire. Arkansas to TCU a weird move? It is, but... Arkansas is – here's the thing. He can move to TCU, win a Big 12 championship, maybe even get to a playoff much easier than he's going to do that at Arkansas in the next couple of years and perhaps get a head coaching job. Because it's an easier league. Easier pass, yeah. <laughs> You're such a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> Break time. Chris Plank back from Fort Worth where he called a dub last night. He joins us next for the crossover. It may be 2023, but that doesn't change things around here. At The Ref, we are still dedicated to bringing you the best Sooner coverage in the state and beyond. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Radio Sports Network. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by OrthoStat. 
Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. I've not mentioned it yet today, TJ, but I am feuding. So we welcome in Chris Plank now. I am feuding with someone over at uh, the OU Athletic Department. I just Uh-oh. haven't figured out who it is yet. It might be Brent Venables. Uh-oh. It might be Thad Turnipseed. It might be right. Joe Castiglione. I'm not exactly sure who it is yet. But whoever decided to put the spring game on April 22nd, I'm not very happy with them. Oh, is that and conflict we talk with a, about a baseball game? It's just they keep picking weekends when the OU baseball team is on the road. Every year. Gotcha. Every year. They're in Austin that weekend. Oh, I hadn't, Huge I hadn't looked ahead at the schedule yet, but I knew that's probably where you were going. Because well, seven, eight years ago, and maybe not that long ago, they used to tie it, it to Kyle, a home game, and, and they would, yes, they would, they would it work around. It was great. Yeah. We'd play the spring game. Everybody would walk over. We'd have 10,000 people at the baseball stadium. It was amazing. And it's almost like they're intentionally trying to make it as difficult as possible. The weekend before baseball's home, the weekend after baseball's home, they pick the weekend OU is at Texas. It'll be one of the biggest series of the baseball season. And that's when we're putting the spring game. So I don't know who I'm feuding with yet, TJ, but I'm feuding with someone over there. Get on all of them. Get on all of them. Yeah. yeah. I think I just gave them the what uh, for. By the way, I, I gave a shout-out early in the show, but another shout-out to Orthostat. Everything you heard there in that promo, true. <laughs> what, did they, you get a free – did you get it free last night or something? No, I'm trying maybe to get a discount on that boot that I paid oh, okay. 75 bucks for. Maybe they'll send me a <laughs> refund or something. <laughs> great, great people. They took care of me and my child last night, so thank you to Orthostat. Chris Plank back. He got a dub last night down in Fort Worth. How did it go, Chris? Good. It was good. Toby, by the way, uh, OU softball in Waco. In Waco. The weekend of the spring game. Oh. What are we doing? What are we so, doing? So Do you we have meetings me about this? <laughs> pick me up on the way up from uh, right. from Austin. Y'all Unless you get that out. private jet treatment again this year, though, I think I don't have one of the I don't have Kyler Murray. Yeah, I don't have Kyler <laughs> Murray with me this year to get the private airplane. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, we'll go call the games on Friday night. I'll okay. pick you up early, early Saturday morning. We'll come back up, call the baseball game, and then head back down Sunday. How about that? Love it. Love it. Sounds like a plan. I uh, See how I hard you made time. our life, Turnip Seed? Just put it on a home weekend. <laughs> so, question. This is a very much inside radio question. You've called a lot of games uh, at TCU, right? I hate it, yes. They put you down over in the corner? Yes. What is up you, with that massive if, amount of plugs that they give you for your – I don't know how the crowd was last night, but if people are sitting in that front row Uh and anything exciting happens to where they stand up, you cannot see the other end of the court. (laughs) There was hardly anyone there last night, and I couldn't see the other end of the court. So I don't know how you do it whenever there's a play that's over in that near corner. It's just crazy man that's that's a tough tough vantage point and really cool by, by the way I, like I said I've never been inside that arena before I've never called um, a men's or women's game at Fort Worth and I think actually probably hadn't been since like maybe gosh like TU went down there and played a game in the in the early 2000s and I'd even been you know at the arena like a fan 
but they've done that thing up pretty nice. I got. I, I know they went through renovation. What is that now, Toby? Like three or four years ago? Yeah, something um, like that. It is nice. Yeah, but the fact that they put you in the corner where literally, if a play happens, you can't see it. You can't now, see anything. TCU has fabulous facilities. They've done a fantastic oh, job. Right. Their football yeah. stadium is nice. Their baseball stadium is outstanding. I, uh, uh, their basketball arena now is a really nice size, like 7,000, really something yeah. like that. But they mm-hmm. have, across the board, the worst broadcast positions in the league, and it's not even <laughs> close. And it would be a unanimous vote by all of the broadcasters in this league, including Brian Estridge at TCU. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously I mean, Estridge not involved in any of the planning for the arenas Very or stadiums. Yeah. I mean, in baseball, you're in the stands, essentially. Yeah. You, you're in the upper deck, outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, it was it was really good, man. I, I Oh, you came out so hot. I mean, they just they, – they were smoking, and it – it was wild because at one point, just like in your mind, you're keeping track of, boy, they've got to be like five of six from three-point range right now. And then you look down, and every single stat is not functional. Every single stat monitor had gone out for media in the arena. So you're like, I know we're doing good, I promise you, and you're trying to like keep hand stats to do anything. But it was, yeah, it was very uh, – it was very electric last night to see what Oklahoma did offensively, man. They're really cooking right now. Yeah, I mean, they – it was over. Like, we're in our car listening to your pregame show. Mm-hmm. The game tips. We walk from our car into the arena, and I turn on my phone, and it's like 41 to 12. Right. It was over. <laughs> made Instantaneously, everything. they buried him last night, so. Just made everything, man. It was incredible. Chris, have a great show today. Tubby, have a great rest of your day, man. Thank you, bud. Rudy's tonight, folks, 6 o'clock, uh, 6 and 7. We've got uh, Lou Rosselli and K.J. Kindler on the 6 o'clock show, Porter Moser, Jenny Baranchek on the 7 o'clock show. Hopefully we'll see uh, many of you there. We'll do this again tomorrow. Have a great Thursday, everybody.